the League of Women Voters of Dane County, and Madison City Channel present Know Your Candidates. Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your moderator, Michael Rosenberg. I'd like to introduce the candidates for District 9 of the Madison Common Council, Rick Cruz and Paul Skidmore. To start out, you will have three minutes to give you an opening statement which answers the following question. What is your professional, educational, and civic background that qualifies you for the City Council, and why are you running? We start with Mr. Cruz, immediately my left. Yep. Thank you. Um, I work currently for the state of Wisconsin as a state employee in benefits administration, and I get an opportunity to speak to uh, state and uh, local residents on a daily basis, which is a, a wonderful experience. Um, having the experience of working in state government is important because it allows me to have a grasp on the processes already in place in government. Um, I've also spent uh, more than a decade working as an IT consultant and project manager, um, really helping uh, small businesses um, get a grasp on their finances and, and starting up the process of uh, expanding their business or, or getting it out to the public. Um, I currently serve as a commissioner on the City of Madison Equal Opportunity Commission and um, it's given me a great opportunity to learn about the inner workings of the Common Council as well as to understand policy as it relates to all the individuals that are residents of the City of Madison. Um, all this combination of experience and professional skills uh, can only help um, serve the Common Council as well as the City of Madison uh, in an effort to, to help rein in uh, excessive spending that I think has been apparent over the past few years. Um, and that's, that's pretty much what I intend to do, is to, to help uh, uh, the city government focus on a core set of essential services uh, that will help Madison evolve into um, the world-class business center that people really want to see it become. That's all. Thank you. Mr. Skidmore? Thank you, and I'd like to thank the League and you uh, for inviting us both here to share our opinions and let the public know how we feel. I really appreciate that. Uh, my name is Paul Skidmore. I'm the incumbent alder from the 9th District. I've served, I'm in my fifth term at this point. I'm on 10 years at this point, and uh, I've enjoyed it. I live with my wife in Tamarack, which is just north of Westtown. Uh, I'm a licensed landscape architect. I've been practicing for more than 30 years uh, with public and private clients, uh, you know, doing uh, site development type work, so I've got a lot of experience in that. I'm also a licensed security guard. I have my own business. I am privately employed. Uh, I pay taxes and I have my uh, own insurance. Uh, in terms of service, uh, one of the things that qualifies me is over the last 10 years, uh, currently I serve on the Park Commission, the Board of Public Works, Ped Bike Motor Vehicle, Long Range Transportation Committee, the MPO, which is kind of a quasi-Dane County Committee, and the uh, Public Safety Review Commission. Uh, one of the most important boards that I serve on is the 911 Center Board, which is very important because we've had a lot of issues with public safety recently. In previous times, I've served on the CDA, the Economic Development Commission, Library Board, and the 
Committee for People with Disabilities. I've enjoyed all of it. Uh, you know, we rotate around. I've also been on a number of other um, ad hoc committees. I uh, work closely with a lot of people in uh, the district. Uh, when I first ran for Alder in 2001, my predecessor gave me some good advice. I said, what, what are the issues? And she said, you go out and knock on doors. You'll find out and you'll know what's important. I've done that on every election, even if I didn't have an opponent, so I've worked very hard on that. Uh, I worked with uh, numerous uh, volunteer projects, public seminars that benefit the city. Uh, my focus, uh, for the last 10 years, uh, you can't be all things to all people. I have focused on public safety. Um, I have focused on police, fire, EMS. Um, I listen to the constituents, and that includes the people that live here, the groups that are members here, and the businesses that work here and want to be here. So I think that's very important. It's a very important mix. Um, I advocate for parks. That's very important for me. I've been on the Parks Commission for probably more than 20 years now, even before I was an alder, and I am a strong advocate for city workers. Um, uh, I work closely with uh, the police officials, you know, the public works officials, the, the um, um, other individuals uh, in the uh, city attorney's office and other departments. I act as an advocate for them as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, now, as time allows, ask some follow-up questions, and I'm going to alternate between the two of you. I'm going to start with Mr. Skidmore on this one. First, possible cuts in aids to municipalities are looming issues for the city as a whole. How do you think the council should prepare to address it? Uh, that's a good question. I, I had uh, some discussions with uh, council leadership yesterday, some of the other members uh, who are preparing us. Uh, we could be facing a 10% or more cut in state aids. And, you know, th there's obviously going to be, you know, some cuts. There's going to be cuts in spending. There could be cuts in layoffs. And we have to uh, prioritize. That, that's one of the, uh, uh, my, my themes. You know, we have to look at how do we manage the city with dwindling resources. Um, you know, essential services like police, fire, EMS are critical. Public works like plowing the streets, taking care of the trash is going to be important. And then we kind of go up in the pyramid from there. We have parks, we have libraries, and we have community services. So we're going to have to make some real uh, tough cuts. I, I can't tell you exactly, you know, what, what leadership has in mind at this point, but we're going to have to cut. There, you know, in my mind, there's no doubt about it. Thank you, Mr. Cruz. And if either of you need me to repeat the mm -hmm. questions, just let me know. No, well, I, I think there's the there's the core problem is that the Common Council doesn't understand um, how to actually spend wisely. Um, city government is designed to provide a core infrastructure of services to the city of Madison. That includes things like parking, uh, waste collection, sanitation, um, uh, things like that. It's not designed to go out and buy uh, a parking lot with the state of Wisconsin or invest in a rooftop garden on, on the city of Madison uh, Central Library. Uh, there's been a focus on, on downtown spending um, that has really made it impossible for the, I think, the outer areas of Madison to, uh, to focus on things, common services like uh, protective services. How, why, are there, why is the crime rate increased so high out on the west side? Why are old ladies getting mugged um, in the parking lot of Woodman's uh, on a weekly basis? Um, it's because the, the city doesn't know how to manage their budget. 
Um, we recently saw just a, a week ago at the Common Council meeting, um, or two weeks ago, uh, the mayor and the Common Council decided to shove through uh, city and county union contracts without uh, proper consideration or review or consultation with district members. I'm out there every, every weekend also uh, contacting members of District 9, finding out what's important. Spending is not a current problem. It's been a problem for several years, and the Common Council doesn't address it. And um, hopefully, um, with my experience in business management, I want to bring uh, a little sanity back to the City Council and stop this excessive, uh, ridiculous uh, uh, tiffs that are going on for the Edgewater Hotel or, or, or for the Central Library. This, this kind of stuff has to stop. The cuts are coming. The money's not there. And we need decisive action, not consideration of, of thinking, oh, I'm going to do something and where leadership's looking at it. That's not the way to go on this. Thank you. Mr. Cruz, what do you think the city should, at a minimum, prioritize during very lean times? Again, it's core services to the public, protective services. We have an increased uh, uh, crime rate in this city, and, and we need more, uh, more cops on the street. Um, yes, we have to focus on, on employment, but uh, it's going to be important that we do it in a, in a fiscally responsible fashion. Um, core services, uh, investment um, with the private sector should be kept to a minimum because the private sector um, has business plans of their own. We can approve them and let them, let them do their work. Uh, the market will guide itself. It's not for the city to get involved in, um, in wage or benefit um, policy that the state and the federal government already, um, already uh, legislate to us. Um, we have to focus on those core services and cut um, excessive uh, service spending for things that don't have to do with civil infrastructure like roads, um, sanitation, protective services. That's where the focus needs to be and we need to get rid of the fluff. Thank you. Mr. Skidmore? I believe that I agree with my opponent on this. Uh, you know, as I said just a minute ago, we have to focus on essential services. You know, and I would prioritize those by saying police, fire, and EMS. Um, you know, if you do the numbers, Right now, um, you know, the West Precinct, of which we're a part, the 9th District is a part, only has one patrol officer. Uh, the, uh, you know, the, the, the West Precinct is considered probably the seventh largest city in the state of Wisconsin, yet we have very few resources. We don't have that many officers that are out on the street, and if there's a call for backup, you know, um, you know the, the proactive services go down, so I think that's very important. I think we need to protect our, our streets, and I've worked very hard on that, on our public safety. I've worked very hard for uh, uh, traffic signals, uh, road improvements, um, you know, and, and uh, on Old Sock Road and Pleasant View, uh, Mineral Point Road, High Point Road, you know, and I'm going to continue to do that, you know, but we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. I think Mr. Cruz is correct, you know, that we have to cut out the fluff, you know, but we're going to have a much smaller, you know, uh, palette to work with. We're going to have a lot less money to work with, so we're going to have to, you know, do some pretty deep cuts. Thank you, and we'll start with you, Mr. Skidmore, on this one. What do you think are the two or three most important issues facing your district that should be addressed by city government and that you intend to work on as an alder? Okay, um, I'll kind of go back to this, uh, and, and Mr. Cruz brought this up too. Public safety is extremely important. Um, I think we're under, you know, under, under, well, I shouldn't say under protected. I think we have great protection from the police, but we need more of them. 
you know, the fact that there's only one or two officers in the area and they're patrolling and if they get a call, you know, they're going to go away. We need help on that. Um, I, I worked very hard with the mayor to construct fire station number 12, which gives us fire coverage uh, in, in a very vulnerable part of our city. Uh, we have an additional uh, ambulance, which helps a lot. That's very important. We need additional officers. We also need to make sure that we meet basic services, public, uh, you know, uh, snow plowing. You know, that, that's one of the, that's one of the uh, calls that I get. I don't get a whole lot of calls, um, you know, for service, but, you know, uh, can you plow my street? You know, why isn't it plowed? You know, it just stops snowing. Why isn't my street clean? You know, uh, you know, why isn't my trash picked up? You know, things like that that are very important. And then, it, then you go up the, the pyramid uh, with parks and library, and we're going to have to make some very hard choices. You know, we're going to have to be cutting back some things. You know, uh, but, but the essential services, you know, uh, without the core of these services, we're not going to have a community. Thank you. Good. Thank Mr. Cruz? I actually have a website where I've, uh, I've put on three important pillars of what, what District 9, as well as the City of Madison, needs to focus on. Um, it's at VoteRickCruz.com. Um, I believe that safety, economy, and community are the three important factors that uh, people in District 9, and from talking to them in public, um, are actually concerned with. Safety, there's simple legislation that we could enact, like uh, uh, don't block the, the box policy, which actually puts the uh, the area inside the crosswalks as a, as a no car zone um, when, when people are crossing. Um, during rush hour, it tends to get packed up and cars will sometimes sit and wait in that box, not allowing pedestrians to cross. Very busy intersections on the west side at Old Sauk and, and Junction Road, as well as uh, Old Sauk and um, Mineral Point. And we need simple legislation like that that could be passed um, with very low cost uh, to ensure the safety of our residents that are out on the street. Um, also, um, economy. Uh, we need to really pare down the structure of the city government so that we don't have excessive spending going on. Again, I, I, I point to recent uh, developments like the city wanting to, to buy a parking lot with a state or put a, put a garden on top of the, the new central library. These are excessive costs. Um, I've noticed in the agendas for the city council that uh, the library is, as well as the Overture Center, there were resolutions that, um, that were uh, uh, advocating for consultants from Ohio to come and, and do an assessment on these these projects which I don't understand because we have plenty of fine arts um, consultants in the in the state of Wisconsin there's a there's a whole school devoted to fine arts administration at the University of Wisconsin that um, we could utilize as a as a, a resource for internships with, with no cost again to develop the city to make it better without having to spend excessive costs out of state and then finally communications in, in the community um, I've developed a website to contact with um, uh, the residents. Um, I'm at uh, uh, Barrique's on, on uh, Old Sauk Road every Sunday morning for brunch to meet the residents. And I also have meetings set up at the District 9 Branch Library, Alicia um, a, a, Iman uh, on Old Sauk Road, um, one Saturday a month to, to get to meet them in person and find out their concerns. It's communication, constant communication. We have the technology to do it today, and, and that's, uh, that's important. Thank you. I think we start with Mr. Cruz, although at my age, maybe I'm forgetting the order here. <laughs> Why do you see yourself as the best candidate for balancing neighborhood, district business, and overall city resident interests that are often contentious? Well, I think that the, uh, the knowledge and experience that I gained 
um, working in, in New York City in, in international business really gave me insight into how to work with very diverse populations in a variety of industries. And that's what you have in Madison, a large, um, diverse community that you really want to pull together and, and find out what their needs are. And I do that through constant communication. I use things like, like Facebook or like the internet, um, a website to keep that constant communication going. If I want to hire someone for a job, I go out and I say, what have you done for me lately? And that's what I want the residents of this, of this community to say to me. What have you done for me lately? Um, you look on my website, I have um, constantly been in the Capital Times, the Wall Street Journal, writing articles um, on issues that are important to the public. And then I go and I get the feedback from the residents. They call me, they email me. They say, yeah, it was a great article that you wrote, or that was terrible. Um, maybe I need to revisit them and, and find out what they need. And I use technology to, to find out what the current vibe of the district is. And then I go through mediums like the newspaper um, or this, this great television opportunity here with you guys today to make sure that the public knows how I feel and that I'm representing their voice, that I'm hearing their voice. I'm giving them feedback because they're giving my feedback. Look at my resume, look at my accomplishments. Um, compare them to, to my opponent, who's been great with uh, wonderful years of service. Um, and I'm sure if you go to the Common Council website under accomplishments and, and proposed legislation, he's got lots and lots of uh, information there for what he's done over the, over the years. Um, what I'm saying is I can do it better. And, and it's time for Madison to evolve into a, a more business-centric community. And that's, that's what I want to do. I want to make things better by reining in costs and, and making sure that every person's voice is heard. Thank you. Mr. Skidmore? Well, I respectfully disagree with my opponent. Uh, I've worked hard over the last 20 years as being a resident of the uh, 9th District. Uh, I've worked hard to meet with the neighborhood associations and all the groups that are here. Um, there may be a misconception. I'm really pro-business, and I work very closely with the uh, uh, development community, the builders, and uh, people that want to do business here. Um, I don't know if the public knows, uh, but 58% of the land in the city of Madison is off the tax roll. That's one of the reasons that we're in such a world of hurt. Most of it's with the state of Wisconsin and they play fast and loose with the kind of money that they decide that they want to give us, whether it's uh, payment for municipal services or revenue sharing. Um, I, I, I have worked hard to break down the barriers of uh, economic development and uh, you know, and I will continue to do that. I've worked with people to try and bring development in. Uh, what Many people don't realize is that the Knight District has the highest assessed valuation and returns the highest amount of tax money to the city of Madison, 10%. The lowest is downtown where we're sitting right now. The assessed valuation here is probably $150 to $200 per square foot. In the west side, it's probably $20 a square foot. But so much land is off the tax roll. We have to break down the barriers for economic development. And that means changing some committees or getting rid of some committees, you know, and making some tough choices. Uh, there are people that want to build, but they're not willing to go through, you know, two years of all of the crap. Um, you know, the McGrath brothers uh, had property on East Washington, and they went through years of meetings and then finally gave up and the city bought it, which I don't think was a, a very smart idea. That should be on the private tax roll. So I think there's a lot more that we can do, that we can do a lot better. Thank you. You mentioned committees, which brings me to my next question. Which committees do you wish to serve on and why? Oh, you're nasty. 
Um, I told the mayor that I wanted to be on the Board of Estimates uh, and, and or the Plan Commission. I would love to be on either. I love to be on the commissions that I'm on. I'm not arguing that point, but I would love to be on the Plan Commission because I think I have a lot that I can add, you know, based on, you know, our area being a development center, the Knight District. We've got a lot going on there, but it's just not in the cards. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Thank you. Mr. Cruz. I think the Planning Commission and the Economic uh, Development um, Committee are two important committees that uh, sort of go hand in hand, and it's important to, to get that, um, that uh, leverage in those committees to make sure that, um, again, that private, devel private development and city um, aren't, aren't necessarily married. Um, private development needs to, to work on its own, and we have to, again, as, as Paul Skidmore said, cut, make a lot of cuts in financial decisions that um, a lot of people aren't necessarily going to like, but are going to be better for the city in the end. These are two important committees that um, control a lot of um, uh, development in the area and, and really focus on, on the area as a whole. Um, and the other committee that uh, I'm currently on, the Equal Opportunity Commission, um, I can't stress enough how important diversity is to the city of Madison. There really are a lot of um, communities of, of neighborhoods and, and expressing that diversity and making sure that everyone has an opportunity to be heard um, is really important as we continue to evolve into, again, a world-class city um, that, uh, that, that has um, opportunities uh, where the sky is actually a limit, but we have to do it in a fiscally responsible way. Thank you. The next and last question is a little open-ended, although you have only two minutes for it. Is there any other issue you believe is important that has not been addressed in this conversation? We'll start with you, Mr. Okay. Cruz. I, I really think that uh, the Common Council is, is a great institution. It's a democratic institution that the city of Madison has relied on um, to provide representation for its people. And as we've seen just a couple of blocks away during the, the past couple of weeks, a voice is, is an individual's um, most common form of expression in, in American democracy. Um, you need to have a voice, someone that uh, will really stand up at, at the Common Council and say no to, to legislation which really isn't relevant to, to the citizens of Madison. I don't think the Common Council um, has really been connected to the citizens of Madison. I've seen um, on the agendas just ridiculous uh, uh, resolutions or, or proclamations making um, bad members, um, you know, honorary citizens of Madison. I understand there has to be some fun in the council, but at the end of the day, these are serious times and we need serious people to, to really attack um, the problems with finances. Uh, you know, the, the federal and state governments are at deficits. Madison Common Council, is, as far as I'm concerned, is operating at a deficit without adequate representation for every single voice of, of our citizens. And it's, it's time to kind of clean house and get rid of um, uh, individuals that aren't serving their community, that aren't coming forth with, with uh, important legislation that'll keep Madison on a track to evolve into a greater city, and and I think that element of I guess change, which is sort of cliche, is something that um, is a recurring fact in, in local governments all across the state. And you've seen in in, in regional and state and federal elections um, a sort of wave of change that's been occurring, and and this is going to be no different in in the April elections. Thank you, Mr. Skidmore. Well, I'd like to stand on my record. I think I've done a lot of good things in the last 10 years, 20 years, including you know, my service on the Park Commission before I got on the council. Um, and for the record, I abstain 
from the frivolous resolutions that Mr. Cruz um, brought up, and I agree completely. We shouldn't be talking about uh, you know, what's going on in Yemen or um, we could refer it to the State Department. You know, we shouldn't be messing with that. I, vote, I voted against a number of budgets because I thought they were excessive. I've supported some that I thought were reasonable. You know, it, it's a very, very difficult choice. Um, the real heavy lifting that's done in city government is not at the council level, believe it or not. It's at the committee level. We have more than 160 committees. Rick is on one, I'm on however many being a council member, but that's where we have the discussions. That's where we go through the detail. And uh, there are some council members that just like to grandstand and talk and bring things up, which I think is a waste of time and energy. I think the last council meeting uh, was an embarrassment. I really did. And I had to get up and walk away because some people were just, they just were talking because it's election time and they just wanted to hear themselves. I don't do that. I will never do that. I listen to the public. I listen to my constituents. I listen to, you know, the committee members and staff. And, you know, I do what I think is right. You know, I'm not going to waste time, you know, because wasting time is wasting money. Because all that staff that sits there is staff time. So um, I'm going to continue to do what I've been doing as long as I'm there. I've enjoyed doing it. I think I've been effective. And I think that the people that I've worked with uh, agree with me. Thank you. It's time for our one-minute closing statement from each candidate. And we'll start with you, Mr. Skidmore, on this. And I started with Mr. Cruz at the beginning. Well, thank you very much. I want to thank you again for, for doing this. And I've been in a few of these before. And it's, it's a wonderful opportunity to hear us, all of us. So I really appreciate that. Um, I've really enjoyed being the alder for the last 10 years. I think I've done a good job. Um, I know Mr. Cruz might think that he could do a better job, but I would like to, you know, rely on what I've done, my record, you know, and, and the accomplishments that I've done and with some of the things that I want to do. Uh, so, you know, with that, I'd like to say good luck and your turn. I think um, government is, is, or democracy is one of our most uh, important aspects of, a, of American civilization and, and really to have that voice or that ability to, to express opinions is really important. And, and, and I hate to say it, but hearing phrases like, I just got up and walk away really make me nervous because it reminds me of the current situation where um, I'm in, for example, Senator Erpenbach's uh, district and I, my voice is not being heard because he pretty much just got up and walked away. You can't do that. You have to be there to express the will of the people. Every voice needs to be heard and through representation on the Common Council, that's what I plan to do is listen, um, uh, assimilate that information and express the will of the district as well as the will of the people of Madison. And, and you can't do that by just walking away or, or hiding out somewhere. I, I love democracy, I love Madison, but it's time to evolve and, and, and become something better and become something more. We can only do that if we have proper representation on the council, aggressive and assertive to make sure that the needs of all residents, the diverse community that is Madison are heard. Thank you. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. I would like to thank our candidates for joining us here today. And I'd also like to thank the uh, viewers and remind everyone that spring general election day is Tuesday, April 5th. Please vote, it's extremely important. If you'd like more information about voting procedures or obtaining a copy of the league's candidates answers publication, call the league at 232-9447. Questions for the election can be viewed on our webpage at http 
colon double backslash d-a-n-e-net daynet.org backslash l-w-v-d-c. Again, I'm Michael Rosenberg, and on behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us. Thank you both, and good luck. Thank you.